BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ever thought about owning a piece of history? Introducing the Newt Gingrich Contract with America coin from Legacy Precious Metals. My limited edition silver coin celebrates the historic Republican victory in 1994, marking a turning point in American politics. Give a gift with real historical weight this season. Order now at NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. That's NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Newt. Due to the virus, I'm recording from home. So you may notice a difference in audio quality. On this episode of Newt's World, we are looking state by state at how the voting irregularities have occurred in this election. We want every legal vote to count, but only the legal ones, not the votes of the people who voted twice, once by absentee ballot, once in person, not the people who moved out of state and magically voted anyway. Not the machines who are tasked with matching signatures, yet they lowered the standard so they don't really need to match perfectly. And candidly, not the people who are already dead, which we're discovering in every one of these states is a reality. Each state faced unique challenges in the 2020 election, particularly with the extraordinary increase in absentee ballots due to the virus. We've heard disturbing reports of widespread election fraud and voting irregularities in Nevada. Many of us are trying to separate what evidence is real and what is simply unfounded. Our guests today are on the ground in Nevada, working day and night to uncover these irregularities and expose them for what they are, voter fraud. I'm pleased to welcome my three guests, Matt Schlapp, Chairman of the American Conservative Union, who worked for President Bush on the Florida recount in 2000. Jesse Bennell, the Trump campaign's lead counsel in Nevada, and Amanda Milius, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of State for President Trump and producer-director of the documentary, The Plot Against the President. Matt, let me start with you. Given your vast experience, which has really been across the whole country and goes all the way back to the recount in 2000, in your experience, how is the 2020 election different 
than others that were held in previous years in Nevada? Well, I think there's a lot of similarities in Nevada in terms of the fact that, you know, it was really close last time. And as we campaigned in Nevada, people had forgotten around the country that this is a real battleground. The other thing that people around the country forget in another theme is Clark County is probably one of the most crooked, lost towns that Harry Reid set up that we have, where the Democrats run everything, the Republicans run nothing, and there's no transparency in the process. The real difference, though, in 2020, Newt, is that because a good man like Adam Laxalt lost the governorship in a very tight race, Democrats run everything in the state. And as they did in New York and California, they used that opportunity to have an HR1 type of approach to elections, which is pushed to all mail-in balloting, don't have clean lists, don't allow the opposition to have any meaningful observation. And this final step, which was most repugnant, is to use a machine to check signatures that was essentially dumbed down, Jimmy rigged, and made almost inoperable by the Democratic machine so that the loose ballots that were put on the street and stacked up in apartment complexes and sent to ghost addresses actually got into the count. And because we have anonymous ballots, you can't pull them back out. So that's the really pernicious nature of 2020. My sense was that the Democratic governor and the Democratic legislature, in effect, set out to make illegality legal. They, in essence, enabled fraud on a grand scale and then said, and by the way, there's nothing you can do about it. And Adam went to court as the former attorney general here to try to stop the process. I'll give you an example of something we brought up at the press conference after the legal team filed our legal case. There was over 80,000 primary ballots that were undeliverable by the post office that by law were to be removed from the voting rolls. And the election officials in Clark County waited until the day after the statutory deadline to request that they be removed, knowing they wouldn't be removed. And those over 80,000 people got a general election ballot. Thousands of those people are in the tally in Nevada. So what the Secretary of State and everyone said in Nevada when they pushed for mail-in voting, they said, we said, well, you can't send ballots out unless they're legally registered. And they said, don't worry about it. We have this foolproof process when they come in. It's all computerized and we'll be able to dump out all the ballots that don't have a proper signature match. It was either a lie or they're inept or it's just endemic corruption. But those ballots, by and large, are in this count. And that's why we believe that Donald Trump is a lawful winner in Nevada, because there's tens of thousands of examples of this type of fraud. You said that there were 80,000 that should have been taken off the rolls. Do we have any notion how many of the 80,000 voted? We do. We're finalizing and perfecting all these universes. But, you know, in each of the categories, it's literally thousands of examples. Now, we're being careful not to make people's names public, et cetera, as you can imagine. And we are going through and calling people to verify that the information we have jives with the people on the roll. So it's quite a laborious process. But once you go through all the fraud, if you run the math on the signature match and how they had like the lowest kickout rate in the history of computerized elections, New. It's like every ballot somehow miraculously went through the system without a problem. 
That's just not possible mathematically. Usually there's a much higher kickout rate. So if you look at those much higher rates, actually Nevada wouldn't be that close to race. This is not the Florida recount. This is the irony that people don't get. If you actually take out the fraud and actually do signature matches on the ballots, Nevada wasn't even that close. The president won with a comfortable lead. In Georgia, where I've been looking at things, in 2018, 3.5% of the absentee ballots were kicked out. This year, it was 0.3. So there were more than 10 times as many ballots kicked out two years ago. And in the interim, of course, the total number of ballots that are absentee ballots has jumped by 400%. So if we had had the same rate of discarding inappropriate ballots that we had two years ago, Biden would probably lose 39,000 votes just on that one gimmick. Similar in Nevada, Newt, we had 10 times as many mail ballots in Clark County, which is this county where it's top three in terms of political corruption. And if you look at the state, 50% of the ballots went through the mail. So it was just like, you can't even compare the level of mail-in ballots to previous elections. It was astronomically huge. And their system to check those signatures basically broke the law because they are supposed to have a person actually check those signatures. And for a large swath of these ballots, they did not. And as I told you, for those that went through the computer, they dumped down the manufacturing settings. And we have had experts explain to us that it's one of these things that if you don't do it with the manufacturer, if you don't recalibrate the machine with the engineers, you render it essentially useless. This is serious lawbreaking. And it also breaks the covenant with the people who they said, oh, we have these foolproof systems. And I think you're seeing these themes in these other states, like you said, in Georgia and in Philadelphia. And I would just ask you this, sir. If you were going to change all the rules for an election 30, 60, 90 days before an election, and if you were going to change the way we vote to basically a mail-in vote, and if you were going to try to instill confidence in the result, wouldn't you want twice as many observers and twice as many media stories about how the process works and letting the sunlight in? And instead, they did just the opposite, which makes us all feel like the fix was in. Do you have any notion at this stage how many dead people voted? We do, once again, thousands. And we've gone through the process of getting pictures of tombstones, getting death certificates. We all met as a team last night for dinner, and we were pulling together the record for two reasons. And Jesse Benal can talk about it as the lead attorney. Obviously, we want to win this case because we think that the facts on the ground, and we're talking about facts and math and science. None of this is conjecture. None of this is my political opinion. It's math. It's facts. It's science. And so we are putting together the record of what happened in Clark County because this could never happen again. And nobody in the media should be able to look to a Republican and say voter fraud never happens. It happens to the tune of tens of thousands in the state of Nevada. When you walk in and say this ballot was from a dead person, do they then take that off of Biden's vote? They have not responded to any of our information about clear evidence of voter fraud. We are locked out of the process. There is no ability to interact with the government officials. The media holds us to a higher account for our accuracy than they do on their polluted voting rolls and the mistakes they made. They've made so many mistakes, Newt, that they had to throw out 
one of the seven county commission races in Clark County, the county commission actually ruled that they couldn't accept the results of that race because there was too many gross irregularities they couldn't explain. And that's about one-sixth of the votes in Clark County. So even the Democrats themselves are finding themselves in quite a bind as they try to make sense of all the irregularities that occurred. So what happens to Biden's margin if you take out whatever the margin was in that one-sixth? That's a great question. It's definitely going to reduce greatly. The county commission and the election officials they have found almost a thousand examples of irregularities. I love the term irregularity, by the way, because it's like, you know, we say fraud and they say there's no fraud. It's an irregularity. It's a euphemism, I guess we must use. But they found almost a thousand examples. This would be the most Republican part of the county, if you can call any part of Clark County Republican, because the Republican and the Democrat have a 10 vote separation. And that's the problem in all this, right? You brought up the Florida recount. The Florida recount was about a close election, literally, you know, 538 votes or so difference. This election in 2020 is about a Democratic machine brazenly taking undemocratic steps to push through fraud, irregularities, and illegal ballots. And it all started with the mail-in ballot push, which the president was right to try to highlight. Matt, and you know a lot more about this than I do. But what struck me as a historian was the legislature and the governor get together. They pass a set of rules which guarantee an unaccountable election, that it's impossible to figure out what happened. And so, in effect, everybody who wanted an honest election is disenfranchised But if you deal with it inside the state court system, technically, the governor and the legislature have, in fact, designed this perfect model, which they have validated, even though it's totally corrupt. But what hit me was we went through a huge fight starting in the 50s over states which had segregated laws because we said that it was totally inappropriate for American citizens who happened to be African-American, to be blocked from the whole process of voting and participating. So I'm wondering, isn't there potentially a federal cause of action as citizens who have had their right to a fair and honest election deliberately eliminated by the legislature and the governor? Newt, let me just say, I have sat down here with whistleblowers and with people who saw wrongdoing. And after the violence of Black Lives Matter and Antifa, which literally just was intensified as I left Washington, D.C. to come back to Las Vegas, people are scared for their lives. You know, it reminded me of the stories I've read about the terror campaign of what happened in our past when we tried to prevent people who should be legally allowed to vote to vote. What I've noticed in Clark County is the idea that the system, this kind of Harry Reid machine is so entrenched and people are fearful of taking it on and they're fearful of the radicalism of the violent left if they do take it on. And there is no question that if you allow tens of thousands of fraudulent votes to get into the count, you have reduced the civil rights of those people, including brave African-Americans, and Hispanics who believe in the Trump agenda, 
who have literally had their civil rights reduced over this corrupt system. Well, I noticed that in Wayne County, Michigan, which is Detroit, that the two Republican election commissioners had voted not to certify the ballots and were then subjected to mob rule in which they were attacked as racist, they were browbeaten, and after several hours of being yelled at, they reversed their vote. Now, it strikes me that that is the exact opposite of the system we Americans thought we were working to create, that we're supposed to be about the rule of law, not the rule of mobs. And I agree with you. I picked the same thing up in Pittsburgh where we had a whistleblower who said, if my name becomes public, the machine in Pittsburgh will guarantee that I never get another job and I go bankrupt. And there's something sick about what's happened in the United States when the left has that kind of constant unending violence. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Throughout history, there are clear moments that define our nation's path, and now you can own a piece of that history. I'm thrilled to announce the Newt Gingrich Contract with America coin from Legacy Precious Metals. My limited edition, one-ounce silver coin commemorates the historic victory in 1994 when the Republican Party, under my leadership, took control of Congress. The Newt Gingrich Contract with America coin also symbolizes the transformative political platform that led to landmark achievements like the overhaul of the welfare system and the Balanced Budget Act. This holiday season, give the gift of history. The Newt Gingrich Contract with America coin is more than an investment. It's a tribute to honest government and to America. Available to order right now by calling 866-484-4043. That's 866-484-4043. Or order online at NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. That's NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Thank you. 
why don't we turn to Jesse and ask him from the lawyer's side to tell us about reality as he sees it. Thanks, Newt. This is an extremely important lawsuit that we filed challenging the results of the election. And as Matt already pointed out, it's very clear that once you take out the fraud and take out the irregularities, Donald Trump won Nevada. And that's what we're going to try to get this court to recognize in Nevada. We have declarations from hundreds of people that have actually witnessed fraud with their own eyes right outside of polling locations at Biden-Harris van where people were filling out ballots and putting them in envelopes right in front of people's eyes. We have instances from whistleblowers that actually work for the county talking about how votes were specifically mishandled, where these electronic votes are being mishandled, where there was just a lot of pressure from the election department leadership to force through every mail ballot that came in, regardless of whether or not it had a matching signature or not, a signature that legitimately was matching. And anybody that would try to slow down the process and say, hey, wait just one moment, let's make sure we get this right. They were scolded and told, just go ahead and put it through. It's good enough. And good enough isn't good enough for American democracy. We need to make sure that every legal vote is counted. And when you start counting illegal votes and fraudulent votes, what you're doing is you're diluting the votes of honest people. You know, we have highlighted one elderly voter who is blind and had her vote stolen from her by somebody. And the best that they tried to say is, well, maybe we would let you cast another vote. But really, what they're doing is just saying, we'll let you cancel out the fraudulent vote that was cast on your behalf without your knowledge and let you cancel out your own vote. So that voter's rights have still been completely diluted in this. It's very sad to see what's happened in Nevada, specifically in Clark County, and that's why this lawsuit is so important. You know, it seems to me that probably because of the pressure to try to beat Trump, that the Democrats have really escalated to a whole new level of brazen theft because it was the only way they could be sure of getting it done. Georgia, for example, were beginning to run into ballots that were cast only for Biden. Nobody below, that's not U.S. Senator, not local legislator, nothing. And it's almost as though about three in the morning, they began to figure out that Trump was stronger than they thought he would be. And so they had to go out and manufacture a lot more ballots than they had planned on. But my sense, what you had in Nevada was exactly the, the completion of the Nancy Pelosi HR1 bill, the model for how to make sure you can steal an election. And that they methodically set out literally months ago to pass the laws to make it relatively easy to steal the state and to make it literally impossible for honest citizens to know what happened. I mean, is that a reasonable interpretation? It's spot on. That's exactly what happened. And I would only add to that, that what follows is once they start getting called out on these brazen attempts at fraud and to steal an election, they have the partners in the media that are trying to uh, gaslight the American public by saying, oh, this is all ridiculous, and oh, there's no proof of voter fraud. Meanwhile, people like us, we're literally looking at 
evidence of voter fraud and giving it to the media as evidence of voter fraud, and they're ignoring it. It's comical if it wasn't so absolutely infuriating that it's this purposeful attempt to steal an election. So when you go to the media with dead people, what's their reaction? They will still say in the very story where they are featuring the evidence you're giving to them, they'll still call it unsubstantiated. And then they try to walk that back a little bit by saying isolated incidents. And now they've tried to say, well, there's no widespread voter fraud. And meanwhile, we're giving them evidence of well over a thousand instances of documented voter fraud. And they're saying it's not widespread. So it's really easy to use a word like widespread and say it's not widespread and then refuse to define what widespread means. What was the final vote count in Nevada? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what the final vote count was. I can say that what they purport the result to be has President Trump down by about 33,000 votes to Biden. In that one ward where they threw out the election in Las Vegas, you could probably make up a third of that in that one ward. You very well could. And of course, the issue is they acknowledged in that specific commissioner district over 900 instances of what they called irregularities. But those are the only the ones they're acknowledging. They're still digging in and sticking to their guns on things like these signature mismatches. They're still refusing to acknowledge almost all the evidence that we're providing to them of voter fraud. So in reality, that number is much, much higher. It's very possible that you're right. It could be a third of the difference between President Trump and Biden in that one district alone. But you really have to win this fight in federal court because the state government has so rigged the game in a closed loop in which the other guy gets to define the rules. By definition, you can't win. It is going to be a hard fight no matter where we fight this. While this current lawsuit is in state court, you're absolutely right that there are a number of federal rights that are also at play. And what I can say is we hope that we get good, fair judges that are willing to be truly neutral and to listen to the facts with an open mind. And we think if they do, if they do hear this case and listen to it with an open mind, then they're going to see that there's overwhelming evidence of irregularities and fraud. And this election, the results that are being forecast by the media should be ignored. And instead, the true victor should be recognized to be President Trump. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I've always been a strong believer in the importance of investing wisely. That's why I've personally invested in Legacy Precious Metals. At Legacy Precious Metals, They're not leaving your financial future to chance. They're on a mission to help you secure your financial future post-retirement. In partnership with them, I'm thrilled to announce the launch of the Newt Gingrich contract with America Coin. This limited edition coin is made of one ounce of 99.99% fine silver, commemorating the historic moment when, against all odds, we balanced the budget for the last time in U.S. history. This coin isn't just an investment. It's a piece of our nation's history. 
and now you can own it. As the holiday season approaches, it's the perfect gift. You can purchase yours today by calling 866-484-4043. That's 866-484-4043. Or order online at NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. That's NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. good friend of mine who I really got to know well in Washington, but whose father I admire deeply, John Milius, the great movie director and scriptwriter, remarkable figure. His daughter, Amanda, is off on her own career and has just done a documentary, The Plot Against the President. But before we get to that, Amanda, I was a little surprised that you showed up in Nevada. Can you tell us how this happened? You're standing around one day and go, oh, I think I'll go out to Nevada. Hi, New. If you remember when I met you, I had volunteered on the Trump campaign in 2016. And actually, Clark County, Nevada was my HQ because it was the closest swing state to Los Angeles. So I was driving here every weekend or so to volunteer. And then I got hired and then I was assisting the legal team, which is how I got looped in with some of the attorneys that are on the ground now. And what happened was I had flown to Dallas for an election night party And the next day, just got on the phone with all of my original team from here in Nevada, and we all just decided to come out and help the folks that were already here. A lot of the people, Jesse Law, Shana Weir, were attorneys that had worked in 2016 that we'd all worked together in the trenches, and they were running the show out here. So we just jumped on a plane and came out to help. I'm obviously not an attorney, so I've been assisting with comms and whatever needs to happen. It's a little bit unusual where I finished the movie and then the election happened and we're out here fighting. Has it been different than you thought it would be? Yeah, I thought we would win easily and not have to do this. So it's pretty different. At the same time, though, you know, I have to say it's a little bit haunting to think about how much fraud we did see in 2016 that didn't get cleaned up before this election because it was really obvious, like I said, the team we were working with in 2016, it was a really similar situation. We saw all kinds of blatant fraud in 2016. We saw cars being left in open parking lots that were filled with ballots and cartridges. We had the same observation issues where they were chasing the observers out. We had a fraud hotline that was ringing off the hook. I wish we were doing more to clean up the fraud between the elections. So... If you were summarizing for an outsider, tell us what you see in this Nevada system. 
It's like a 1930s style blatant fraud. It's so over the top that it seems ridiculous. I mean, you hear stories and you're talking to locals and getting involved in politics in Nevada is, I mean, you hear about the union situations where people are absolutely pressured. I mean, pressured isn't the word. It's coerced and threatened and stuff that you would see in a gangster movie from the 30s of how to vote. In my mind, it's just the most corrupt places. It's incredible to hear people say there's no fraud when it's this blatant. When you try to tell them about it, what's their reaction? Well, the media thing that you were asking about before is really frustrating because when you try to tell people about what's happening here, you literally have a media that's sitting there saying there's no fraud, there's no evidence. And for example, we had a a press conference yesterday, but the press conference we'd had previously, which was a week or so ago, the cameras, Fox News, all the cameras literally cut away as Matt Schlapp was about to begin going through the evidence categories and the numbers and actually telling the evidence. You literally had Fox News say, okay, and now we're going to turn away from Nevada and get back to the coronavirus numbers. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, you've seen it from, usually it's like a partisan thing where you're like, okay, fine, MSNBC, CNN, they're going to turn away from us and they're not going to report our numbers. And they're going to say that we're making it all up because, you know, we're used to that. We've seen this with Russiagate. Of course, that's what they do. But to see Fox get in on it and to see them completely buy this totally fake narrative that there is no fraud and that this is something the Trump campaign is making up and that the election is cleanly won for Biden is just totally shocking. I didn't think it would happen that fast. I thought it would happen eventually. But basically, it sort of feels like a lot of 2020 does, which is the acceleration into the 1984 upside down world is very fast. The Orwellian tags on Twitter saying when we post NVGOP or individuals that are associated with the campaign, surrogates, et cetera, people are posting actual evidence of fraud and it's tagged with this is misinformation. I knew we would get there eventually. I knew that's where they were going with this misinformation thing. It was so clear that that's where they were going, but I didn't think we would get into full Orwellian territory this fast. How much did making your new documentary, The Plot Against the President, based on Lee Smith's remarkable book, how much did that sort of give you a framework to have a better understanding of Nevada? Well, very much. The book and the movie is about Russiagate, and more specifically, it's about Devin Nunes and his team and how they discovered and proved that there was no collusion. And then in addition to that, discovered all of the crimes and the corruption that had occurred in the process of the transition from the Obama administration to the Trump administration and beyond. What you were talking about a few moments ago when you said that what we have in Vegas and Pennsylvania and some of these places, it's the opposite of the rule of law. It's the opposite of the system that we thought we had in America. It's exactly the opposite of what we want, and it's what we criticize in other countries. This system of fraud, this system of phony elections, it's very similar to what happened in Russiagate, the thesis of which is this is what third world security states become you know, spying on your enemies, throwing your political enemies in jail for phony reasons, show trials, massive domestic espionage, abuse of the security systems, all of that goes hand in hand with phony elections. 
the last four years of all of the things that they've done to the president that we outline in the movie and beyond. And coupled with this election, I mean, I don't see how we imagine we're in the democracy we thought we were at all. I don't see how we're not in a third world security state at this point. Do you have any doubts based on what you've seen while you've been in Nevada that Trump carried the state? No, I have no doubt. I know the people here. I've worked here now two election cycles. I know that's not the same as being a local, obviously, but it's a very red state, except for this union boss kind of driven 1930s vibe as it tends to be in Vegas. I just see such an outpouring of support for the president. I mean, they had one of the larger rallies the weeks or so after the election, huge rallies here from Stop the Steal, huge ones in Phoenix, in Arizona. It's just so clear when you look at this, the outpouring of support and especially looking at the fraud. Like I said, I've seen it now two cycles in a row as an outsider. And it's shocking. I don't have any doubt that he carried the state. I want to thank all three of you, Matt Schlapp, Jesse Benel, and Amanda Milius. You can read more about how you can take action to stop the steal in Nevada on our show page at newtsworld.com. Newt's World is produced by Gingrich 360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Debbie Myers. Our producer is Garnsey Sloan. And our researcher is Rachel Peterson. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Henley. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich 360. Please email me with your questions at gingrich360.com slash questions. I'll answer a selection of questions in future episodes. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcast and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.